It's Spoiler in Time, the show where we take the hard work of cord killers figuring out how to watch things, watch them, and talk about them. This week, we will be talking about Time Bandits, the movie, Squid Game, Season 1, Episode 3, and Miami Vice, One-Eyed Jack, a Season 1 episode of Miami Vice starring Edward James Olmos, not even as a guest star anymore, but as a, a, a newly recurring character uh, on the series. I'm Tom Merritt. He's Brian Brushwood. Hey, man. Uh, more importantly, we have uh, Bryce Castillo here, and I want to know on our buffet what we're jumping in on first. Shall we begin with the Criterion Collection, Time Bandits? Uh, Brian, this was your pick uh, for us to watch, so so set it up. Why, why did you want us to watch Time Bandits? Time Bandits is a movie that is bonkers at all levels. It features uh, uh, Monty Python alumni, uh, you know, produced or directed by Terry Gilliam. Uh, the money for it came from uh, the, uh, the Beatles, George Harrison. It features uh, uh, one of the all-time greatest villains, uh, David Warner, who went on to play villain after villain after villain all the way up through Titanic uh, and probably beyond. Uh, it's got H.R. Giger-inspired uh, imagery. It's this surreal uh, 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 postmodern apocalypse of, of, of nothing but these four to five minute vignettes that involve a band of, of seven little people who worked for God and did a, but only on low level jobs, and they did a sloppy job and they, uh, uh, but they had a map, a map of all of the gaps and they decided they wanted to be criminals. So they go through time and space and they do go through time and space where they keep encountering different versions of John Cleese and, and Shelley Duvall and, and Sean freaking Connery. It features Kenny Baker. You may know him as R2-D2. Uh, it's uh, everything from Agamemnon. Like, uh, the more I'm saying these words, the more I don't believe it exists, and then I end up watching it again, and again, and again, and again. And in fact, I have to confess that I started to watch it again for this, and I said, Brian, you have seen this movie 40 plus times since you first saw it in second grade in the movie theater. You wow. watched it a week and a half ago on a lark. <laughs> you probably yeah, know you this movie okay. You probably ago, don't have fine. to watch it again. Uh, I um, I will say, yeah, you probably didn't need to. It's not that complicated of a movie. <laughs> um, what were your two expectations going into this? What did you know? Let, let, let me let me go first, yeah, go uh, and and then then Bryce's because I, I think they're they're quite different, mm -hmm. and and mine seems to flow out of yours, Brian. Which is, uh, I saw this. Uh, I never saw it in the theater. Still haven't. Uh, I saw it on VHS. You know, once it. Once it came to the to the um, GET video store uh, in Greenville, I rented it, took it home, watched it. Uh, remember thinking it was great, like, oh, it's got the Monty Python guys. And, and I remember being really fascinated to see Kenny Baker because I don't think I'd actually seen Kenny Baker in video as Kenny Baker, not in the R2-D2 uh, costume. I did pictures and stuff. Uh, and I remember enjoying it. And then I watched it again, I think probably in the 90s in college uh at some point and i remember being very confused because i thought i was watch gonna watch baron von munkhausen again oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and i had picked up time bandits by accident and i was like where's the balloon in this uh that second time <laughs> through so 
I, I don't, I, I definitely have an appreciation for it. I, I haven't watched it 40 times, so I don't quite have that much appreciation for it, but I, I definitely have an appreciation for it. And watching it this time, years and years later, right? It's been, been more than 20 years since I saw it. Uh, I was like, this is Star Wars. This is a movie that is brilliant in so many ways. And I have to keep forgiving it for its age. And I do, and I and I and I and I don't regret doing it. But there were more things stuck out about it because I haven't watched it as often as I've actually watched Star Wars: A New Hope. Where I'm like, this is what people talk about when they're like, I don't know, I can see the strings, and that 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 effect seems kind of dated because these effects are pretty amazing for the time as well. But you know, they don't hold up as as well as they did. Uh, that said, it's still great. It's still funny. It's still got that great Monty Python humor because you've got most of them, basically all the living members of Monty Python minus Eric Idle. You got Palin in there. You got Gilliam directing. You've got John Cleese. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, it it appeared more dated than I expected, I think would be my bottom line, but I had a good time. Uh, on my most recent watch, before I hand it over to Bryce, uh, I was surprised at how perfectly YouTubed this was. Nothing goes more than five minutes long. You are mm. never more than five minutes away from something completely else and bonkers, which I think was very forward thinking for 1982. Yeah, that's a really good point because this is the kind of movie where I could have started to pick up my phone, could have started drifting, but I never did. Right. I kind of felt like maybe I would, and I never did because it was always like, Oh, we've moved on. Great. I, I got to pay attention again. Yeah. Uh, I pretty quickly tuned out of this movie oh i i it, i was not familiar i really did not do any looking into it beforehand and it was once they go through the go into the first world that i was like oh this is all just a framing device so we can do a bunch of historical skits which is fine but i'm not a monty python fan really and so I had I viewed it through that lens, which was, oh, this is not really like a story. This is just yeah. kind of an excuse to go through place and place and place, which is I, I think is fine if that's the thing that you're you're into. But enough about Sp Scott Pilgrim. Let's talk about <laughs> Time Bandits. Well, and, and what's funny is Life of Brian and uh, Monty Python's Holy Grail are even less of a movie. Time Bandits is a coherent story. Sure. There's get, a through line. Yeah, yeah. Where to me it was like, oh, like what if the Monty Python crew made a movie instead of like making fun of making a movie, which is what they had done before. And I feel like Time Bandits was the first time they ever did that. Yeah. And so I, I just I did have a little bit of feeling of wanting at the end when realizing this was a pretty one, two, three plot. Uh they steal the yeah. map, run it from the guy, they beat the bad guy, oh the the other bad guy's actually the good guy, and but and then they killed the kid's parent. Like the ending is, it's very strange. <laughs> I uh, I was I was I I was not I'm not very familiar or experienced with the Monty Python stuff, but I know it is not necessarily my flavor, and so I think I was not primed enough to watch a movie in this structure. And and I think and I acknowledge that that is very much a Bryce the baggage I break, well, not and, necessarily and, and a thing of the movie. What's funny is. I was in the exact same position when I first saw it in second grade. And yet, uh, and yet to me, it was enchanting and strange, you know, okay. that, those exact same reasons were cause I had never seen anything like that. And, and I did see it in the, in the movie theater. Uh, I don't think my parents knew what they were taking us to, <laughs> um, but <laughs> like it's a kid's movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
there a couple of couple of goodies. Um, uh, there are some beautifully haunting visuals during all of this. Uh, it was playground gossip lore that uh, those moon gates, the, the 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 holes in time, they they bore a strong resemblance. If you ever played Ultima, to to the moon gates uh, in that game, and uh, the the story going around the playground was that Lord British got the idea from Time Bandits, and I realize now at the age of 46, I I don't know why I just realized this, but I could pick up the phone and call Richard Garriott and ask him if that's true now. I think you said and, you were going to do that last week. Yeah, I, I, I still haven't. Mm. I, I, ah, I, I, I need to, though. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but uh, was was there any visual vignette that's that stuck out the most to you, Tom? Not really. No, I, I, I was more on the perspective of, of, oh, this, this does, I remember it as this beautiful Dune-like cinematic event. <laughs> and so I was sitting there going like, oh, this, this doesn't really look as good as I remember it. You know, it's like, it's like walking into the gymnasium, you know, after 20 years and going, I, I remember this as being bigger when I was six years old, kind of, kind of effect. So I, I didn't have anything stick out to me. What about you, Bryce? Not, not particularly. Um, uh, yeah, I, I thought this was not did, did not really strike me very. I think the character design, costume design, were very good, um, but in terms of large open space, I, I didn't particular. I don't. Ha I certainly don't remember I, anything particular. I will say that when they when they first arrive, when when our our hero first arrives uh, at at in Greece. Yep. And he's out in the desert with the bull. That is very still very arresting. Yeah, with the and Minotaur like, yeah. battle with Agamemnon yeah, 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 yeah. and that and stuff. And you've got that huge desert uh, shot. Uh, that's pretty amazing. Uh, I, yeah, to me, it's so many rich costumes and 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 uh, 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 two last points. Number one, David Warner somehow sold the hell out of. I mean, the same dude who played Sark the same year sells the hell out of evil in that ridiculous costume is it's amazing uh that and um uh oh doggone it uh no i lost it i had uh, forget it that's that's yeah, it the the other thing i wondered if if oh. some people watching this would would think is is uh what i will tell you after brian tells you what he remembered okay uh uh, uh sean connery uh very serviceable sleight of hand he does a like as a magician <laughs> i really okay. looked and i'm like uh, that is a good French drop. Uh, that is that is a good manipulation. This is all done in one shot. That means he really did it. Uh, he, he 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 did a good job. Oh, nice. Good to know. Um, yeah. No, I, I was going to say. I wonder how many people would watch this and think like, "Oh, Bill and Ted did this better later." Oh, hmm. And and I think Bill and Ted owe a lot to Time Bandits, to be honest. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, uh, although, yeah. Uh, Ah, man, I'm, I'm so glad, I'm glad we visited it and talked about it. I'm sad that uh, it, it clearly is partly just an artifact of, of, of nostalgia in my heart that makes me love it so much. But uh, uh, cordkillers at gmail.com. Wait, what do you, you mean by that? You, it, I mean, it didn't land, it didn't land with you the way it so, did. So what? That's fine. I, that doesn't make, I don't, I'm not the final judge of it. Know, you love but, it enough to make us watch it, I, share it with us. I. I, I, I just, I, just I, I wanted to believe that the vignettes were a, 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 an especially special blend of bizarre that would amaze. And, and it's mm. see, like, I, 
I directed you to what turned out to be an okay magic show, not a mind-blowing <laughs> magic show. <laughs> well, and, and a magic show that when it first uh, was performed in the 80s, there was nothing like it, yeah. right? Right. But, yeah, yeah. Now there's mm -hmm. other people keep ripping off that magic show, and it doesn't feel as special anymore. All right, that is Time Bandits.